Hello, everyone. Welcome to Narcissism Recovery Podcast. My name is Yes Epstein. I am a narcissistic abuse life coach, and today I'm going to be talking about the dangers of keeping secrets. Keeping secrets is common for victims of any form of, of, of abuse. They've usually found ways to hide their inner humiliation and shame, locking it in a box, in the proverbial box, and throwing the key in the ocean. The issues with keeping secrets from others is dangerous. It's dangerous mostly because of the fact that we are denying truths to ourselves. It's most specifically dangerous when we keep secrets from our own selves. Secrets are essentially an experience, a memory, a thought, a feeling that we deny into our reality and into the reality of those who are close to us. Secrets create a sort of silent, dark place in the mind of the individual, keeping it, keeping it and ultimately creates a void uh, with no love, connection, and light. I would argue that this is the single most devastating effect of abuse. The need to keep it a secret in the deep recesses of the mind wreak havoc on the individual's mental health and ultimately oftentimes lead to suicide or self-destructive tendencies such as addiction. When there's a family secret, as well as, for example, mom, dad, an alcoholic, or that they're narcissistic, keeping things a secret creates a silent hell for all these individuals in the family. There's a sort of a covert agreement that we all don't talk about these very specific issues. It literally forces family members, victims, to create a different persona for the public where they quite literally live in a sense of denial. And it's catastrophic for the way the mind operates. It creates a splitting state where every thought, emotion, and reaction needs to be kept in check so that it can be assured that it is not uh, going to reveal the secret, give it away. It creates really just a prison that the individual lives in, a prison of their own mind. Abuse victims who deny something long enough can actually enter into an alternative delusional universe where they simply deny elements of reality. And this is where you see, you know, narcissistic abusers have oftentimes been themselves abused and have for been forced to deny it from their own reality because of the horrors of what the truth might have meant. Ultimately, they deny it. They deny shameful memories. They deny humiliating and trauma traumatic experiences from the reality. And that is why they oftentimes live in a perpetual state of denial. When they come for therapy, when victims come for therapy who have denied something for so long, they may not have, have no awareness of these dissociated parts of themselves. They might be totally unconscious to it. And they be it, it quite literally oftentimes is denied into the shadow self. They're unaware of these elements and in a sense, they have disowned them, disconnected from these parts of themselves, these shameful elements, these, these secrets. In addition, when a person keeps a secret from others, they live in constant fear of the secret getting out. And so they see anyone who can potentially expose this secret as a liability, even if in fact the secret isn't something that is perhaps a liability. For example, they may not even know that they why they're keeping the secret or why they're living in this state, but... In reality, they feel extremely on guard. They can't get exposed. They can't get caught. And ultimately, they feel that this secret that they hold is a flaw and part of themselves that they need to keep under lock and key as long as possible for as, uh, ultimately as strong as possible. They're always nervous, hypervigilant, and on guard that the secret will, get, secret will get out. They're constantly terrified of being found out. It's truly an exhausting endeavor to keep a secret. Your mind is constantly working overtime to protect the secret, 
from one's self, from victims who don't who want to deny those elements of, 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 of themselves, the wounded, shameful elements. The mind is constantly filtering thoughts, experiences, internal stimuli and external stimuli to make sure that this secret does not get out. Shame flourishes in secrecy. Uh, this is something Brene Brown, who's an expert on shame, uh, discusses. And, and it's important to understand that really shame is is only can only exist in secrecy. Abuse victims who hide their own past abuse also hide the shame and humiliation they feel about the mistreatment for having even have gone through it at all, which creates a sort of a, a hell, a hellish existence it makes it very difficult to overcome because not only are they denying the abuse, but now they're denying any memory or access to the abuse. There's usually repression, denial, uh, and many other defense mechanisms to avoid the secret, deny it, keep it out of the conscious awareness of the victim. This really only adds to the shame and the guilt from the abuse. Um, and what's more dangerous is that then now they actually have no access to the memories. Uh, they have built walls to protect themselves from this truth, from the reality, from their uh, from their own secrets, from their own past. Shame festers and grow uh, in silence, in secrecy, and grows. It ultimately kills the individual, uh, a slow death, a very horrific experience for those who have had uh, trauma and those who have been forced to keep it a secret. I would argue that really the mo some of the biggest damage is that this child and later adult could not express themselves, get their need to be understood and accepted once the trauma happens. That is truly the long-term damage. The shame smothers the individual spirit, and it's not the abuse that kills. The abuse is painful, but the abuse happens short-term. It's the shame and the humiliation, the guilt, this, this, the deep sadness, the void that is left after the abuse that really slowly kills the spirit of the individual. It is a shame of having gone through it. It is a shame that grows in secrecy. And Brene Brown talks about how to dissipate this shame, and it's by exposing it. You know, when an individual is understood, when they can talk about it, when they can express it, uh, it goes a long way in lifting the shackles, the weights that hold this individual down. This is done with empathy, compassion. When a person can learn to self-empathize and self-love, usually in the loving care and compassion of a therapist or a partner or a friend, uh, who can resonate back and hold space for the for the individual so that they can learn how to do this for themselves, that is extraordinarily healing. It is not easy because many abuse victims learn to hate themselves and disconnect from themselves and self-destruct, thus identifying with the feelings of self-shame experienced for so long. Shame truly is a poisonous emotion and experience. The longer the secret is kept, the more dangerous it becomes. Secrets are devastating and have devastating long-term emotional and psychological effects on the individual. It's important on your healing journey to properly work through your shame. If you are a victim, understand that your abuse was not your fault. And working through your shame is a matter of spiritual and emotional life and death. You need to work through it. It's very difficult to express your pain, uh, to, expect, to express your shame. It's very difficult to come to terms with your past and allowing the feelings to come up. These are things that we often run away from and oftentimes lead to addiction because of the different defenses in order to avoid the secrets of your past. But if you can find somebody, a therapist, a coach, a friend who can help you, uh, who you trust with your secrets so you can get those secrets to the light and ultimately dissipate the shame, 
release, release the toxic guilt that accompanies it, the shame, the humiliation. It'll go a long way in your healing journey. These, these emotions need to be flushed out. These emotions, these negative experiences, negative feelings need to be talked about. They need to be expressed. And ultimately, only when that's the case could we truly feel relief from the agony of keeping a secret. If you find yourself isolating, running away from people, constantly hypervigilant and on guard that somebody will find you out, perhaps you're not even sure why this is the case. Perhaps the trauma happened so long ago that you developed a pattern of behavior of avoiding reality, avoiding people who come close to you to be intimate and ultimately want to know what's happening inside of you. Understand that this is most usually a symptom of abuse and trauma that needs to be worked through. It's important and imperative. Your psychological, emotional, spiritual life really do depend on it. So please do reach out. I'd love to help you work through this, process your emotions, process your shame, and realize that it is not, it's just not your fault for what you've been through. It's important to do this work, and I'd be happy to do it with you. I can be reached at YITS. That's Y-I-T-Z at psychologicalhealingcenter.com by phone 252-696-4852. I offer a free 15-minute consultation. I'd be happy to discuss with you how I can be of service to you. And thank you so much for listening to this podcast. It's an honor to bring you this information today. And until next time, all the best.